Align Your Practice podcast with Dr. Cliff Fisher, where your best practice and life awaits you. Are you tired of running a practice on your own? We want to come alongside you with experts to help you create your dream practice and your dream life. Here is your host. All right, welcome back. Hey, so episode number four, I'm super excited. We're going to dive into last week we did um, launch. This week we're going to do build. So Joe, what were some of your takeaways from last time with launch? No, I love that breakdown in the form that uh, Dr. Clarino made was so valuable. He's such a uh, a visual uh, guy because he can build and create anything. So it's such a wonder to have him on the team because he he helps me think about practice in a not a linear, like a three dimensional way. So I love that form that you showcase. I know you have another one for build. So um, with launch, I think uh, I love the scenario of like trying to create, create a perfect meal. Time means everything at launch because you need money. You need to build out. You need leases. You need hiring staff. You need marketing. It's a lot for a single doctor at a school with no experience to pull that off. And that's why there's such a failure rate in first-year doctors. And uh, at Align Life, our, our skill set is to be able to do all of those verticals at the same time because we have experts in the different fields and allowing the doctor to get quicker to seeing patients, driving revenue, and creating uh, inspiration versus stress and uh, fear in practice. Yeah, like I'm like I'm spinning on my your whole thing of preparing a meal. I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. Now we got to get to restaurant staff. That's kind of what build is. Like now you got to get like, now you have somebody cooking, you have somebody, you know, serving, you have somebody, you know, cleaning up. That's a great analogy. And now you got to market your restaurant. You got to, uh, (laughs) uh, there's a lot to it. So yeah, let's get into build. So build is when after one year in practice, now you're starting to build the practice, meaning build a team, build a patient base, build a reputation in the community. There's a lot of build here inside of this phase. And this is the longest phase in practice. It's the phase up until the point that you hire another practitioner or you open another practice. It's when you start to scale. Scale meaning you're not exchanging dollars for a time. You're actually building a business. That's scale. Most Kairos, as Cliff has said numerous times in the podcast, stop here. They build through the whole career. They never scale and they never sell. They never exit. So we want to guide you through this. So if you're in build, we're going to be showcasing some areas of pain. And then our idea is to give you some clarity on how you can prepare for scale. Awesome. Yeah, I think one of the sad things is I think um, if somebody's even done build well, their, their building's worth more than their practice. And we want to change that. That's such a good good clarity because that's so true so let's talk about a build inside of build what are the pains oh <laughs> i can give 50 of mine over the years uh be, before we uh the first 10 years of practice but uh for me it's not building the right team number one oh my god it's the wrong people in the wrong seats of the bus it's hiring people that have my personality that's why i like them because they're like me meaning they don't have the skill sets that I don't have. Uh, they're just a, a very passionate extrovert. They're not detail oriented. They're not systems based. And I'm just hiring people I like. Creating a mess of the practice because I didn't understand personality profiles, business behavioral profiles, all the things that you're an expert in ki- 
uh, Cliff. Uh, I didn't understand any of that stuff. I just hired people I liked. So okay. that was probably my biggest pain because I had a lot of turnover in the first couple of years in practice because no one taught me. I didn't learn in school. I didn't even learn from my mentors. And, and I, I didn't know where to go to get the lessons to learn on how to onboard and build a team. What are your what was your biggest pain and build? Mine was the same. That was it was the team, like getting the right people. I was too nice. Like I didn't hold the line. I didn't hold people accountable. So we have a lot of those tools to help hold our team accountable. But you can't even hold people accountable until like what you said, Joe, like I didn't have the right people. I did the same thing. I hired people I liked and I didn't even think about like, oh, there's a different role for somebody who checks in. There's a different role for a tech CA. There's a different role or a different person, human for the back office. And so I think understanding your org chart, which is like a bunch of steps ahead of where we're at. But I, I think that was my biggest pain. Like that, that was the worst. And I think that inhibited my growth. Like if I would have known that I would have been so much faster out of the gate versus taking two, three laps around before I finally got it. And I also underhired. I never oh. hired in time. I waited too long till my staff was burnt and left, and I had to rehire the first staff. But I never hired the second and third and fourth staff in time that I always hit uh, stagnation growth and then I, I lost morale. And that's a big lesson I learned is I got to hire sooner, but I didn't know what their job was and how to make them an asset. So I looked at staff as liabilities. I literally did. Like, oh, I got to pay the totally wrong <laughs> way of doing it. Your staff are assets. And if you have a system, job descriptions, training matrix like we have in Align Life, we're talking sometimes as little as 30 days to create an asset. That's crazy. Definitely within 90 days, you have a person that joins your team, becomes literally an asset, driving revenue, better patient experience. In as little as 90 days, I would have never dreamed that 25 years ago. I thought in my mind there were liabilities for years because I didn't have the training system, right? I mean, that's- Yeah, uh, 100%. And you nailed it. Like training is going to be our best ROI. Hands down, marketing is going to be a way distant second. But like, just like you, I did the same thing. I, I hired late. I lost the momentum. Like we were growing, growing, and then I lost the momentum. I had to build it up again. And it just made for a slower grow versus like- being intentional, like, okay, when I hit this point, I need to bring on this person. So then we'll grow to the next level versus like, oh, I need to grow to this level. Then I'll hire that person. Yeah. We have a clinic in the line life system. That's just about one year in practice. And they have their second staff, their office manager hired and they're hiring a doctor. So it's not timing like first year, fifth year, 10th nope. year. It's your momentum of scale. And you may be hiring your second staff three months in and you're like, are you kidding? It's based on your scale. So if you're dialed in on your marketing, your communication, your training, and everything is dialed in using, let's say, the Align Life system, you're going to move fast. And you can't wait. I'm going to wait till my second year to hire or my third year to hire. You can't have that mindset. You have to hire based on the momentous growth. And the faster, more aggressive you grow, the quicker you have to hire. So you're hiring before you're ready. But you want in business, momentum is everything. Mm. I'd like to tell a Write quick story on my first practice I ever opened. It's just a funny story. So I were sitting there and again, I, I signed the lease, but I didn't order furniture and it didn't come for six weeks. So I couldn't open because I didn't know to hire buy the furniture before it was built out. I didn't, I didn't know the order. No one told me. So we're sitting there in an office meeting. So I hired two people to start. I didn't have job description, so I don't know what each one would do, but someone told me to hire two. 
So we're, we got these two people. We're sitting on the floor and we said, let's, uh, will, will you take notes? And they said, I don't have any paper. I'm like, okay, well, the other uh, woman had a little notebook with her. So she had the papers. I go, can you take notes in the meeting? She goes, well, I don't have a pen. And she goes, I don't have a pen either. I go, okay, we'll put on the list pens. Well, at least remember to buy pens because <laughs> they didn't have anywhere to write it down. And I said, why don't you call Office Depot and see if we can get an order? Well, we don't have phones. And we didn't have cell phones then. So it was like we couldn't make the call. So just how funny it was, that first meeting, we didn't have chairs to sit on. So we're on the floor, no pens, no paper, no phone. We couldn't really do much. <laughs> so I thought you got a kick out of that story. <laughs> and it seems funny, but like how many people end up there? Yeah. Like don't have the tools that they need. Yeah. And, and you don't know. So with the line life, we have different people literally focusing on different verticals. Like someone's looking at the build out while someone's looking at marketing, building your marketing and someone's training you and the team. So it's not as scary as it was for you and I. Uh, but after that meeting, I realized I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, and uh, didn't know how to train those people. And I, I was paying payroll and picture paying payroll for eight weeks before Oh my God! The doors because you have no furniture, uh, and you're starting to eat up your cash pretty quick. And you mentioned last time the number one reason these go under is not because of bad doctors or bad people no. or the wrong community; it's running out of money. Yeah. Right. Oh, yep. 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 What other What other thoughts can you have around build? Like, um, there are so many, but um, I want to hit the top ones here. What do you think? I think for me was actually implementing the training schedule. That was the biggest thing. Like people think, oh, we're too busy and build because they're starting to grow. And that's actually the time where you really lean into it. And so training your team, having three hours a week is what Align Life, what we recommend. Um, because, that's huge. Yeah. That's, the other one for me, Cliff, is marketing. I never had a marketing calendar. I was trying to market like, what do we do today? Like I was always trying to solve today. What could we do today to market? I was so in crisis for years, the first couple of years, even though I was successful and we grew a bigger, bigger business, I, I was still in a state of crisis. So some of you on the podcast right now may be ultra successful in the first two years, you did really great, but you're still in crisis because yeah. you need systems, even though you're a masterful clinician, you got the gift of gab, you could speak well, you're personable, you're good looking, you got all these tools and you're building a bigger business, but you're still in a state of crisis. And we wanna help all of you in that state to help reset your culture. So you have, and I love what you did in one of the trainings, Cliff, is you not only had the current 90 day calendar, you had the next 90 day calendar of marketing. So you were literally six months out making plans. It was so refreshing because you you knew what was happening in five months from now because you were adding workshops and and lectures and events to the calendar three months out. Yeah, it so brings so much peace to me as a business owner because I was scared I wouldn't have the new patients. Yep. Yeah. As you build them out, like we have a rolling twelve month calendar, so every you know every time we do an event, we're like, yep, let's update that. Yep, we want to do that. Nope, we don't. We didn't get great ROI. Let's not do that event. And so we're very intentional. So I think in build and especially in scale, you need to start to be way more intentional because this isn't just impacting you anymore. It's impacting a team. And so showing up prepared and ready to go, it really shifts your role. I don't think you get less busy in build. Um, from when you start adding to yep. members, you actually get your busyness just shifts. Like your intention has to change. 
And I like what Dr. I think it was Dr. Mariah at our last conference said uh, during the uh, we had the the group of clinics uh, communicating to the the tribe uh, that you know when you're off by uh, an inch or two in the golf swing, it makes a bigger difference as you get towards the next level of scale. Uh, So these mistakes in build, like you're saying are become giant holes in scale. Uh, like you just said, marketing. If you don't document, and what we have in Align Life, we have like a marketing event report inside of um, a program called a prosperity plan. Um, and that's where you document the events. What did it cost? What did you get? What was the return? What's the outcome? Because in a year from now, you're going to do the event again, and you want to know how did we do? How do we do better next time? But what we do is we end up doing all these events, and then next year we're like, oh, we're too busy, and we just don't do them. And then we go up and down and up and down. You, you deal with this very volatile practice and build a lot of times, up and down, up and down. And we want you to have consistent month-over-month scale and growth, which shows that you're hitting it all cylinders, and there's no contradictions, there's no gaps, there's no holes in your system. Because I love what Dr. Stephen Franson says is the natural state of a chiropractic clinic is growth. I love when he says that because that innately feels good to me. You should constantly be growing if you're doing your things correctly. Yeah, 100%. And I think, yeah, you're so spot on. If if you're not growing, you're subluxated. And where's the subluxation? Is it in leadership? Is it in team? Is it in communication? Is it in flow? Is it procedures? But the problems change and they become, just like you're saying with Mariah, like they become a bigger problem because, you know, being off an inch with one person is or like if you're off one degree flying from LA to San Diego, not a big deal. But if you're a degree off flying from, you know, LA to New York, you're, I don't even know if you're, you're in Canada or something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good point. That's a good point. Because now when you're investing, let's say uh, on your team or your marketing, and there's another practitioner, which may be 80% as convicted as you, 80% as trained and experienced as you, and you're paying another salary, you don't have the leniency or the, the liberal approach with your dollars to not monitor and, and report on these things. So with Align Life, the reporting mechanisms and the cultures that we teach allow you to see the holes before there's the boat is sinking, right? I mean, like, whoa, yeah. what's that there? Why are you not getting a return here? You know, everything from our uh, digital dashboard showing you return on investment on your digital ads, to the prosperity plan, looking at your events, and on and on. We have the ways to see the gaps and the holes in your systems before they become gaping holes damaging your business. Yeah, I love it. So let's dive into this. So what are some of the biggest procedures on, you know, so build is really like the theme of this is training your team. This is where you're really spending the time and energy on training team. So procedures, how does that show up different? So, um, so I'll hit procedural. So clinical assistance. So like you need to train your team to help you take your x-rays, do some of your exam work so that you can spend your time adjusting and leading the team. This is good because as you prepare for another doctor coming on board, let's get the team leveled up to help on some of these clinical services because now you're managing a bigger entity, more patients, another doctor, and you got to start leveling up some of these things in clinical that could be handed off. Obviously not the adjustment, but some of these things. So I think that's a big one, clinical assistance. But I was an upper cervical guy, and so it took me literally five years to give up taking x-rays. <laughs> yeah. And so that was a tough one. And so, and after doing it, like the, the, my, my CA, her name was Katie. She was awesome. She took better films than I took. 
So that wild. Yeah, I was like, oh, why did I hold on to that? The next one is to leverage software. I think that's a big one. And I love our Cairo HD, leveraging it to do your data, stats, all that stuff. Don't miss that to take your notes. Yeah, the line life, we spent, uh, we uh, built a dashboard uh, that's cost over $300,000 in programming time that allows a clinic to really diagnose. We call practice diagnosis for that reason because you could diagnose the gap in your practice. Practice diagnosis is an exclusive dashboard designed initially by uh, people in the banking industry that we use those uh, programmers to kind of give us an insight of how to look at a business on one sheet of paper. Um, and then uh, Cairo HD actually built this customized uh, Align Life platform, which is so valuable. And that's what we mean by leveraging software. Most of you aren't going to spend 300000 on this elite level customized dashboard that we have on Align Life, but at least leverage some of the tools so you know your numbers, know your KPIs, use your uh, EHR system. Uh, and definitely a, uh, a shout out to Cairo HD, which is yeah. a great software that if you haven't looked at it, it's something that we would highly recommend. Give a shout out to tell them that Cliff and Joe uh, sent you over <laughs> there uh, and take a look at it. But we've we've uh, I used to own a software in the chiropractic profession with over 400 people and uh, uh, I'm sorry, 400 clinics utilizing it. And uh, and I'm really happy with where we're at now. But I just want to make sure that number two is showcased. Uh, leveraging software is huge. Yeah. This part like so. In the first one, you you become competent in the scripts. This is where you start to master the scripts. So you start to be, you know, more intentional with your facial expressions, more intentional with your hand movements, more intentional really with everything, and then just cleaner, and they become part of your natural vernacular versus sounding like a robot. So many people are so concerned with the scripts that they sound like a robot that they don't even spend the time in working out, basically, to get good at those. Yeah, and you've probably leveled up more doctors in line life than anyone because you've done some of this uh, this script work. And I like what you said because knowing the script, um, owning the script, and mastering the script are three different stages. <laughs> when we're looking at amplitude of voice and pausing and eye contact and nonverbals and on and on and on that you mentioned, uh, mastery is a whole different world from knowing the script <laughs> to mastering a different world. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Joe, take us away with flow. So. Okay, flow, there's three things. The number of steps. I love when Joe Clarino taught this at the last revolution that we just had. And again, revolution, if you don't know, is our annual convention. We do it around March of every year, and we have so many spots open for people, that, even if you're outside of a line life. So uh, keep in touch with us about the next revolution. Um, so number of steps. Joe talked about this at the last revolution of like, really, when you get busy enough, you're looking at your x-ray room. How many steps does it take you to get the, get the films done? How many steps does it take you in your adjustments? Is your room too big is your table too far away from the computer like all of these little things that you could move because too many steps could be a minute per patient extra and if you're doing 80 patients a day or 100 patients a day that's 100 extra minutes right so we got to really look at those next one time patients are waiting people will refer to you when they know you have the capacity to serve them they are not going to refer to you when you're behind for them because people are selfish by nature humans are selfish we want to make sure we're taken care of. I'm not going to refer you my grandmother who's in pain in her low back because you're already late for me. So that's an important one that people don't realize that's stagnates growth. Next yeah. one is cluster booking. Huge. 
You have to cluster book from day one. The first day you're in practice, I don't want you to have more than one hour of adjusting time, half hour in the morning, half hour in the evening when you first open the practice. So you want to expand. You want to start by condensing adjusting time so you could spend time in the community, spend time training your staff, spend time learning and mastering communications and flows. You do not want to be waiting for an adjustment to come in every 90 minutes or so. So cluster booking, we have it down to a science online life and corporate actually reviews every clinic's cluster booking to help make sure that we can support them. Love it. I'll do team. Like I think this one is so in the beginning part, it's like doctor value this time with team, we need to really grow team value. So they really need to understand the value of it. And this is then where the training curriculum becomes crucial. So, you know, we have a, we have a 12 month training curriculum that we train on in Align life every week. The whole team has it. All the offices have it. They know what to expect. They know what to be prepared for. And then we also have the training schedule. So we then we make time. So not only do we have the curriculum, but we schedule our time out every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, whatever that time is. Each office is a little bit different, but every week I know we have weekly training um, on Tuesdays. So that's how you build that team up by training. And so huge. And last one's communication. The, the doctor to the patient. And the communication from the doctor to the team, crucial at this level, that you're communicating well to the team. And last one's table talk, which is communicating, obviously, uh, in-depth in education to the patient. So one is you're talking to the patient about expectations, but also talking to the patient about table talk, which is a little bit of tick every time that uh, they come in the office. So in summation, from my point of view, Cliff, and I'll let you finish up, um, with, without launch done well, your office may not have efficiency of flow, right? You may not have a hired correctly. Then you go into build, and if there's gaps in flow, you're going to carry it to build. Now, in build, you look at all these things that Cliff and I discussed. If these aren't dialed in, when you get to scale and you hire another doctor and you have patients already waiting, you're not leveraging software, your scripts are mediocre, you're going to get into pain when you bring another doctor on. And you may not feel it until they're hired. So Cliff and I are here to give you awareness. Use this as a self-auditing tool to see where gaps are. So you know what you got to level up before you get into scale. Final yeah. thoughts? Great summation, Joe. I love it. I think the biggest thing is like recognize these are the ceilings. So these things are invisible ceilings that are going on in practices. And if you don't master, if you're not a four or five on all of these, you'll stay stuck and build like most people, most practitioners do. And so um, if you guys do want more thoughts or help, like we have, you know, different tools available where you, if you want to understand yourself better, we can do that. If you want to understand your team better, we can point you in the right direction there. But um, yeah. This is a critical, critical, big step. Don't skip over this. It's easy to do. Awesome. Looking forward to the next podcast where we talk about scale, Cliff. I can't wait. I know. All right. Okay. Talk Thank soon. Thank you, guys. Bye. For opportunities to build your dream practice, presented by Dr. Fisher, reach out to Align Life Centers for Natural Health at AlignLifeOpportunity.com.